Hello, everyone. And we are going to talk about the seven biggest lies you are being told about business and the leaders, they just don't want you to know about them. So welcome to Nine to Thrive, the lead generation uncovered with myself, Laura Burnett, the tech whiz, and my business partner to my left or right, I really don't know where this is playing, uh, called Nikki Williams, but my business mentor and other people's amazing business mentor who helps businesses move forward. So in this episode, we are introducing you to the seven biggest lies that we feel that business owners are being told right now, and you need to be told the truth. So of course, we're not going to tell you all seven in just one episode. And this episode is all going to be focused on why business owners don't need an ICA. So you have been told a lot that you need one, I am guessing. And if you don't know what an ICA is, you might know it as an ideal client avatar. And it does go over underneath other names, which I'm sure Nikki will tell you because she's the expert on this one, not me. So I am going to hand it over to Nikki to introduce you to why business owners don't need an ideal client. I love that. I'm like thinking, what other things, what other names are they called? My goodness. So I've spent years teaching why ideal client avatars are hugely important. In fact, I've run five free challenges and day two of each of those challenges has been solely focused on why you need an ICA. And I have a workbook on ICA that's probably 20 odd pages about the in-depth knowledge you need to know about who you're talking to. And we're talking um, pretty much their inside leg measurements. That's how much detail I was asking people to find out because we wanted to get them to know about what their ideal client think, where they hang out, all the rest of it, but kind of like you know your best friend. And I saw it as hugely important. But what happened on those challenges on day two, on the Tuesday, was I had a huge, <clears throat> excuse me, drop off. I had probably over 50% of the challenge goers ran a mile. And that is because it's ridiculously hard to pick an ideal client avatar, okay? It's ridiculously hard and it's becoming a huge block. I don't know if you think that as well, Laura. It's a huge block. I think block. it's a huge block. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that people are really struggling because they're like, I want to serve everybody. And we're going, no, but you've just got to focus on one person. And I used to explain it beautifully with a wonderful analogy. And I remember saying, right, imagine you've got a lovely rose garden, but you've got a prize rose right in the middle. And that prize rose is that one that you want to really be with. And you've got that hose pipe and you're watering the hose and you're directing that hose pipe on that one beautiful rose to make it absolutely bloom but at the same time you're trickling out to the rest of the roses I went through all of this rubbish to be fair to explain why it's so important to get your ideal client avatar nailed down but I don't actually believe that's true anymore I believe things have changed radically online I think you've got to move with the times I think social media has evolved hugely over the last five years and I think your ideal client are everywhere so you you know it's down to deciding where you like to hang out rather than where your ideal client likes to hang out because wherever you hang out you'll enjoy it more your ideal client will come up what do you reckon Laura? No I 100% agree because I know I remember when you gave me that workbook 
<laughs> when I first met you. And I think it was a challenge, actually. And I remember that workbook. And I was like, what? I need to know what magazine to read. I don't even know what kind of magazine I like to read. Never mind. My ideal client, what magazine they want to read. And it's like, how do I know what TV show to read? And then you've wasted that many hours thinking about your ICA. You've actually not moved forward. I do think, you, which obviously we'll get onto, you do need some form of ideal client or dream client, you'll call it. Um, but not to that level of depth. Like, know what the algorithm does not know what magazine people read unless people talk about their magazine or what books they read or what TV shows they read, mm-hmm. what places they like to visit. The algorithm doesn't know all that information. Ads do. But, but not the actual algorithm of the general social media posting. So if we're trying to get into someone's head like that, then you start procrastinating and you don't do anything. You end up overwhelmed. You end up not posting. And like you said, it's a block. Yeah. And that's where I started off. I was thinking, right, Facebook ads do require, or to really hone down your Facebook ads, you do require a certain amount of information. But the, the majority of online businesses, coaches, entrepreneurs do not take up Facebook ads. So therefore, it's blocking them, it's stopping them. And because they're like, oh my God, I do not know who I'm talking to, so I can't do anything. And then it stops their creation, their content creation, because they're like, I don't know who I'm talking to, but I've got to know who I'm talking to. So it really becomes quite an overwhelming block to moving forward. So what we're saying today is, just get yourself out there. You know, we have to create um or know who our problem is directed at you know so you know it could be that if you're a yoga teacher to uh people in their retirement age okay well that's fantastic that is who you're talking to but we don't need to know um where they live because obviously it's going to be online we don't need to know you know how big they are, small they are. We don't need to know if they're blonde hair, black hair. We don't need to know if they listen to radio too or if they're on, you know, heart radio. We don't- How many children they've got? How many children they've got? What's their income, okay? Because there's certain assumptions that we're going to always make when we're on on social media, when we're advertising our wares. There's certain situations where we, and I do talk about dream client, but whatever clients you decide to choose, They've just got to, you've got to make the assumption they can afford your services. So that is just done. We don't need to have to question that. So we don't have to think, oh, how much income, you know, what's their their family, their units income. You know, we don't need to know, you know, if they've got stepchildren, their shoe size, et cetera, et cetera. So we have, uh, you know, I have turned around massively in my approach regarding this. And moreover, what I do is I think that there are so many obstacles that you as online business owners, coaches, entrepreneurs are facing. We don't need to put another block in your way. And what I do see is it's another thing that probably people are making money from you guys because you're like, I need this. I need this. I need this. So you go, okay, I'm going to invest in a coach or a mentor or a group program that tells me how to do this. And then I need to organize a um, small group of people so I can investigate what they really think, what they want, what, you know, you're doing all the research. Actually, we don't need that. That's utter rubbish. We do not need that. What do you reckon, Laura? Nope. Totally agree. We just don't need it. So like for me, for example, I remember having a really in-depth ideal client 
But that never helped me write my social media, never helped me write my email marketing, never helped me talk to a client. All I know in the back of my head is that when I go onto social media, I am talking to business owners who need help with their tech or email marketing. And that's all I need to know. I don't need to know anything else. I just need to know that. And that business owner, as we most people know, I have a very wide variety of business owners I work with. It could be a coach. It could be a bricklayer. You know, it, it one dimension to the other for me. As long as they're a business owner who needs help with their tech, for me, is that's all they need. Such as you could be a therapist. So you could obviously turn, you know, get this ICA work done if you want. And you could have an ICA who's female in her 30s. And she's always worked in corporate. And she's got two kids who run Riot. But none of this is actually going to help you write your social media posts. And you'll naturally never write your posts because you'll just be like overthinking it constantly. All you need to know is your ideal client is someone in their 40s, 40s maybe, who is struggling with anxiety every day and it's stopping and moving forward with their lives. That could be all the information you need to know. So you do have like an ideal client, don't you? But just you don't need all that information. Yeah, it's a loose one. So when yeah. you said about corporates, now if you are focused on corporates making the leap from corporate to something else, then that's really good for your content. That's really fantastic. So there are reasons why you do need to know some information and there's reasons not to know some information. So if you are you have a product that you sell, then you need to do product research, market research on that. Of course you do. Um, and you need to know-ish how you're loosely serving somebody, but take the just you know that every social media will have that mix of people on absolutely linkedin has changed its approach totally and it's no longer just a marketing your jobs prospects um arena it's changed it's now more of a social networking platform you've got the reels on instagram on tiktok you've got facebook that have now brought in reels it's transforming and evolving all of the time. And so therefore we have to as well. So we adapt our businesses in different ways and that is becoming looser with your ideal clients. Now I talk about dream clients and, and that's very, very different to ideal client. Ideal client is very much, um, you know, who 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 you're talking to, what they're like, what what gender they are, um, you know, what age they are, what family they come from, what what radio station they listen to. I talk about dream clients as in who would you love to work with? So if you've ever worked with somebody and you go, oh, my goodness, that 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 guy was an absolute dream. Uh, if I could work with somebody like him every day, I would. Now, that's a dream client. Laura was a dream client. And so much so that she's like my business bestie now, my podcast co-host. You know, it's amazing, isn't it? How online business and networking, communicating with people really evolves. And I would say moreover, anything with ICA is just network. Talk to people, get to know people, because even if the person you're talking to isn't your dream client, they might have in their network somebody that is your dream client. 100%. And I always think back to reels are a big thing right now, aren't they? Reels and TikTok. And if you were a super, super, super niche and you'd really got an ideal client and you were doing a reel just specific to this 30-year-old with two kids who's in corporate and has a three-story house with two bedrooms, 
you would actually never get found on a reel because you'll be using hashtags so niche that they only get searched maybe 10 times, 20 times. They're not because nobody listening to this can tell me that they put into their hashtag when that you're going on reels to watch, you wouldn't search hashtag three-story bedroom house with white windows. You don't search that as a hashtag. So you don't need to know that. A bit extreme, I know. <laughs> hashtag you man. don't need to know that. Everybody searches hashtag business owner, hashtag entrepreneur, hashtag business mum, you know, they, they search big things. So yes, we still need to use some niche ones. Like I might use hashtag active campaign, hashtag whatever software I might be using. Or if you're dealing with anxiety, you might search hashtag um, anxiety phobias. So you might, you know, a little bit of a niche there, but you don't search hashtag women with anxiety in 30s. We just don't search it, do we? So if you start being too niche, you just won't get found because social media is too big. It is way too big and it's about getting yourself visible. Yeah, and that's very much what we said earlier about finding that platform, that social media platform that you actually love to use. Like Laura loves Reels and she's really amazing on it. Fantastic. Love it. So she'll she'll be all over Instagram and TikTok and all the rest of it. Whereas that's not my my bag at all. It's not something that I would naturally be able to like just put together because she's just a just freaking do it person. Whereas I'd like I'd have to make a plan and then another plan of action. And so therefore LinkedIn is a better approach for me and a bit better platform and I enjoy it much more. So I hang out very much on on LinkedIn, whereas Laura does LinkedIn, but also she can approach these other platforms as well. So it's about getting on that platform that you absolutely love, because once you love love it and comfortable, then you can start talking to the people that you want to talk to, the people that you want to work with and start shouting from the rooftops about what you're what you love and what your thing is. Exactly that. So in a nutshell, the lie you're being told is that you need to know your ICA more than you know yourself, because you do pretty much when you do these um, workbooks like, like Nikki had, the 20-page notebook. Um, you know you know so much about this ICA, it blocks you. So you do not need that. You do not need that block. You just need to know broadly the kind of people you want to support and then get yourself out there. That's all you need to know. So that is number one of the biggest lies. We have six more to come. But also... In September, we have a, an amazing masterclass coming up where we're going to revisit the seven biggest lies that we're talking about on this podcast and more. And you are invited. So if you want to join us on this masterclass, ready for September, join us by going to thethrivebusinessacademy.com forward slash masterclass. You know, we're keeping this URL as simple as possible. It will be in the show notes as well. So you can just click it and make it super easy. And you can join us on our masterclass where we are going to talk more about the seven biggest lies you're being told about business that leaders just don't want you to know. Because a lot of people, you will notice, are just stuck in the past. They're teaching the past. You know, it drives me insane when I do things like my email marketing courses because so many people are teaching the old ways and it's about learning the new ways and adapting, like Nikki said earlier in this episode. So that is it from me and Nikki, unless you have anything further to add, Nikki. No, that's all wonderful. And don't miss the masterclass because it's going to be absolutely epic. How can you not have these two nutters in your life in September? So let's join us and it'll be fabulous. It certainly will be. So thank you for joining us on 9 to Thrive, Lead Generation Uncovered. 
and make sure to go to thrivefitnessacademy.com forward slash masterclass. And yeah, have an amazing day, everybody, or night, depending on whenever you're listening to this.